Hey, hot girls and guys. Are you trying to stay warm during these cool nights? InBooze has alcohol infusion kits that are set to keep you warm and toasty. With signature drinks ranging from apple pie to red sangria, these kits are a great addition to any girls' night, party for two, or a quiet evening. The kits are a special blend of vegetables, herbs, and fruits, offering you no fillers, and some are even keto-friendly. For those of us that are watching our waistlines, head over to inbooze.com. That's I-N-B-O-O-Z-E.com and use code BOOKCLUB for 25% off of an infusion kit. Happy sipping! Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Hot Girl Book Club. This episode, we'll be discussing The Hookup Before Christmas by Phyllis Bourne. And before we get started, I do want to ask my wonderful host, co-host, Tamika, how was your Thanksgiving break? It was it was good. I was supposed to be traveling. Um, I booked a flight for or flights during the summer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't check the calendar correctly because I booked for the week before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I ended up being home and I traveled the week before. So we had a vegan Thanksgiving, okay. Whole Foods. My daughter hated it, but I thought it was lovely. <laughs> um, I did a little bit of shopping, but for the most part, I was in my house in my pajamas for four or five days. Mm. And I loved it. Oh, you know, I can't argue with that one. But I'm interested to know, a vegan Thanksgiving, what was on the menu? So if, I don't know if you know about this YouTuber. Her name is Sweet Potato Soul. So Mm -hmm. um, she's a black girl. She's a vegan. And she got a collaboration with Whole Foods. So her entire, well, not her entire thing, but she created a whole menu for Thanksgiving and all the whole foods you could order it from. So you go and get it. It's already prepared. And then you just place it in the oven the day of or when you're trying to eat it. So it was um, like black eyed pea croquettes. I don't know. Um, greens. Um, what else was it? Uh, greens. It was no like meat? some t- tomato, like mushroom mushroom tomato thing she didn't do any like fake meats which i'm not fond of like fake meats and she didn't do any of those um and then there was the croquettes because it reminded me of hot water cornbread and it was made out of black eyed peas so i was eating those with the greens mm, that's not good the, tom- the tomato mushroom my daughter was eating but i didn't really care for that she liked that there's something else that i'm forgetting oh dressing there was, oh, it was some really good dressing. And there was a sweet potato pie. So like a four five course meal. Um, it's like $40 for two people. Well, actually, if you follow her, she gave you a coupon. So it was actually $5 okay. off. Um, but yeah, the dressing was hidden. It was really good. Mm. And don't nobody make dressing like my grandma's. It didn't taste like my That's grandma's. That's what I'm thinking about right good. now. I'm thinking about yeah. my grandma's <laughs> dressing right now. So I'm interested to taste with that, how that compares. Yeah, she's um. They're doing it again for Christmas, but I think that's it. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it was good. It was good, and I didn't feel like cooking because I wasn't supposed to be here. Mm. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that, <laughs> right? But my daughter was like, "Oh my God, I need some macaroni and cheese," and like, "You'll oh, be all right." Yeah. 
a staple. You got to have the... I feel like black people... Well, maybe everybody. Let me not just say us. But I feel like every year, the menu is the same. And there are staples that you cannot skip. Right. Like, there are or mess up. That cannot not be on the menu. Macaroni and cheese is one. The dressing is one. Mm, turkey, yes. maybe not. Yep. Hmm? Turkey can go. Turkey doesn't have... You can do chicken or ham or both. Yes. I like fried turkey, though. Fried turkey is good. Fried turkey is good if somebody doesn't burn the house down. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sweet potatoes, I think. Or not sweet potatoes, but candy yams. Candy yams. I think those are like a staple. Do you put us. marshmallows on yours? Hmm? Do you put marshmallows on your candy yams? See, I side at people that do that too. I was just trying to see if we was on the same page. I'm like, who the hell taught y'all like that? <laughs> <laughs> I do like a sweet potato souffle, but I do not put marshmallows on candy yams. One year I did um, venture and use bourbon. So the kitchenista, Ooh. I'm not sure if you're familiar. She was in yeah, I got for a, a few, while. I got a few of her um, cookbooks. I love mm-hmm. her best macaroni. She did one with fire. bourbon and it was really, really good. Yeah, so I tried that one year. Awesome. And it was good. So mm, food, I feel like that is the same. Um, and of course, we, you know, being who we are, I had all of those things on my menu. <laughs> okay. For more than one day. Yes, I did. Chitlins. I committed that crime. I don't eat them. My grandma. Okay. <laughs> so this is funny that you mentioned that because before I got there, she called me and she's all excited. Like, oh, I bought, you know, chitlins for you. And I'm like, you know, I don't eat that. <laughs> I have never. I think I may have tried it like one time, but it is not something. I feel like it has no flavor. You have to eat it with something else or you have to put hot sauce on it. And I don't do hot sauce. So, mm, okay. I'm not a spicy, spicy person. So, mm. no, I'm not a chitlin eating person. Yeah, once I found out what it was, I was like, we eating this and we free? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I I am good. Y'all y'all can have y'all can have this. I feel that way about a lot of the stuff that we eat though. Like it's still deeply rooted from you know way back when when we was making away like grits. But I love them. I'm never gonna stop eating grits. Hold on, what's wrong with grits? <laughs> you know, people be like that slave food. <laughs> oh, well. I, I guess I'm in the field because I'm telling you, I love some grits. Grits oh, are so good, and I be trying to get thick, but they, mm. they're they're so good. Because <laughs> it's nothing but what is it like ground corn or t- what is grits? Uh, I don't even know what it is. That's probably the problem. See, look, you can't be putting a, me on the spot because now I need to Google. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, what? Are I think grits? it's a grain though. Right. So there ain't nothing wrong with that. Or like a, you know, one one thing I won't eat that I feel like a lot of old people eat oh, is no, lima beans. Corn. It's corn? Okay. Yeah, it's corn. But yeah, it's, it's straight. But what, what else did you have besides good food for Thanksgiving? Um, well, I traveled. And then my travel plans got a little crazy because New York decided they wanted to have a snowstorm. And I was on a red eye coming back. So I had to jump up my flight to make sure that I was not stuck because I had a final the next day. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I mean, it was just, you know, relaxing a few days off, a few days of studying and not worrying about anything else. And then eating good, spending time with family. Okay. It, you know, 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time and some some good food. Sounds much better than ours. Oh, girl, bye. Y'all had a good time, too. And y'all traveled the week before. Look, anytime that I can travel, I'm happy. I'm excited. So. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. And now that we have talked about our Thanksgiving plans, I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. Whether you guys spent it with family, spent it with friends, spent it with your boo, or spent it alone. We are moving into our book. And before we get started, we are going to do something different. So we have our first, I keep wanting to say annual, but it's inaugural, holiday party. And we have this wonderful stage, these wonderful lights. The main lights are dim. And there's this open area. It's a pole or something very sexy. Just get your mind, you know, think about this. Let your imagination follow me. And we are waiting on two wonderful ladies to come to the stage. Introducing our first performer, Miss Tamika. Give us your code name, girl. Simone Samuels, and I am here. <laughs> and what you going to do for us, Miss Samuels? I am going to make some things disappear. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was still your man if you don't hold on to him tight. That's what mm. Simone Samuels does. She don't okay. care nothing about nobody not being single. Mm. But that was a former part of my life. <clears throat> Okay, well, <laughs> you know, we ain't gonna live in the past, you know. <laughs> he works miracles and he delivers us, you know. All right, so we're on this stage, Ingrid. Mm. What is your code name? I'm Coco. I don't have a last name because you're not gonna get to know me for that long. But I'm bringing you all this chocolate goodness. Mm. <laughs> all right. Giving Willy Wonka a run for his money. Oh, yeah. You know, Jacquees got that song. <laughs> Jacquees has that song. What is it? Candy? Oh, man. I don't know. He be talking is about it off the Willy new Wonka. album? Hmm? Is it off the new album? No, it's old. And he's oh. like, <laughs> oh, I ain't even going to do it to myself. I'm not going to oh. embarrass myself. But if you know, you know. He's talking about Willy Wonka. The candy and the Snickers and all those wonderful things. I can't remember. It's like in my head. He's doing that noise in my head right now. But I can't <laughs> remember I know what, what, you're talking the, about. Um, what the song is. And if you guys that are listening are wondering why we are giving code names and putting on our sultry, sexy voices, we read a cute, short, and sexy read for December called The Hookup Before Christmas by Phyllis Bourne. In this short read, the main character goes from working retail, slaving like a dog for family, to finally getting some things knocked off her Christmas list. And we are going to start this by talking about how we enjoyed this read. Tamika, did you like this one? It was cool. Um, Okay. I think what I didn't like was probably the character's behavior um, mm. in the middle. Like at the beginning, I liked like I liked that, and then in the middle, she kind of lost me. the The character, not the not the author, and then towards the end, I, I loved her again. So I liked it. It was a cute little short read. Okay. Mm. 
So I need to know where she fell off. But I agree with you. I did like it. There were some parts that I felt like the author kind of left us hanging. And I don't know if it was on purpose or not. But overall, I did like this. And it was a very cute, short read. It took me like a few hours, even though when I originally talked about it, it was like 300 pages. Because I was on my phone with the grown, like old elderly font. But it maybe oh. took me maybe, <laughs> like maybe an hour, you know, once I actually sat down and started reading it through. So I enjoyed it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to know what what made you not like her in the middle? What was it? When she made the decision to go over there. And I'm like, first of all, it's Christmas Eve. You're going to show up at this man's house. He could have a house full of family. Okay. And you're going to show up in a trench coat with nothing on. Mm -hmm. And he was no good. Like, he was, like, really no good. There is levels to no good. But I think he was on on the bottom. (laughs) But I think the dick was good, though, right? Is that not what she said? Yeah, but sometimes (laughs) you got to have standards. There are niggas with jobs that have, Mm. you know great peen but you don't necessarily have to go to damn near homeless for great peen which i feel like the lower down the the totem pole the better it gets because that's how they got to offer (laughs) so there was actually let me see if i can find it i'm gonna look look for it right now so there i mean there is a lot of talk about women who actually date men and they have sex all the time, but they have never had an orgasm. I don't understand how anyone can grow up mm. and be like damn near 30 and be like, I've never had an orgasm. I'd be like, ooh, sis, I cannot relate. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find this message because it was basically a a Twitter post. I don't even think it's going to let me pick it up. But they were like, girl, go down the street. And find like a a man who ain't doing nothing. Like find mm-hmm. a man who works at Kellogg's factory, and like he is the person that colors the red Fruit Loops. They was like, get you the red Fruit Loop dye color man who like live with his mama. He ain't got nothing going on. And they was like, girl, your orgasm is right there. <laughs> oh, nice. She's, she's absolutely right. However. I'm not willing to go through those lengths anymore to to do that. Have I ever messed with somebody that lived with their mama? You know, I can't comment on people's social status. I'm not going to do that. I do feel like when you don't have anything and you work in, like, say he homeless, he going to give it to you because he needs somewhere to stay. He want to make sure that he can spend the night okay so Mm -hmm. ain't gonna be no half stepping so i do agree with that i do agree with that but i mean i feel like i can't judge her because i feel like we have all been in that space absolutely we have considered (laughs) going back to an ex i mean and then it's holiday time so you got to think about it during the holidays single people tend to be a little bit lonelier than they are mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the year. So, I mean, I could see contacting someone, which she couldn't even call them because the phone wasn't working. <laughs> but see, and that that's something too. Is yeah, maybe. 
<clears throat> but yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying about single people feeling more lonely because she also had like that sister who was like married and had all those kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, if I'm going to get anything out of December 25th, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that. Yes. Knocking something off the Christmas list. Right. Mm. So have you ever backtracked or is that just out of the question? Oh, backtrack is if you could think about something that I have done repeatedly over my entire dating life, I have backtracked on a number of occasions. I backtracked mm-hmm. this year, the year mm-hmm. before, the year before that. Um, he just wasn't, you know, I had to show up at his parents' house in the trench coat, but I backtrack a lot. I'm backtracking next month. It's already in calendar. <laughs> 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 he working on me y'all he is working on me <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. How, how have you ever backtracked <laughs> uh i think i'm currently in a backtrack situation <laughs> so oh, okay <laughs> yes ma'am i know how to put that thing in reverse okay <laughs> and i'm not ashamed i mean it is what it is. Sometimes people change. Sometimes they don't, you know. Right. So, yeah, I did, you know, hit up my Craig because that was the dude's name in the book. And, yeah, so I'm currently backpedaling, get my, you know, uh, you know, backstroke on and all that good stuff. Right. That's what I was about to say. Getting the backbone out while you backtracking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Woo. Uh. <laughs> Right, you never know unless you try. You know, sometimes you got to give it one more fight and change. Which is true. But if it wasn't a good relationship, then please don't backtrack. Don't listen to us because, you know, we're still progressing in life. <laughs> still learning. Yeah, I have you in a horrible relationship. Don't listen to me. I ain't the guru. Oh, I won't because I ain't got time for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, may make one or two bad decisions along the way. That's it. <laughs> Right. Oh, so starting out with this story, we meet our main character and she is working. She's working retail, which I feel like working retail during the holidays is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have never had to work retail, but I could not imagine working retail the way that we in America act when we get sales like Black Friday. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. I could not imagine working retail. And then, on the other hand, she has a family that is demanding a lot of things from her. Even though she's already done so much for them, how do you deal with family during the holidays? Because I feel like they can be a little bit more aggressive and abrasive when it comes to like attention or just needing things from you. Um, For me, typically, I don't. I'm one of those millennials who is more interested in Friendsgiving mm-hmm. because of all the trauma experienced in my family or the homophobic or extra religious conversations that I am just not here for anymore. Who transphobic is, is now has entered the scene. So I'm I'm really just not here for a lot of family gatherings. I'll pop in every now and again. Um, cause I know I don't need to be away from home all the time, but as far as having folks in my home, I'll pass. Um, my daughter, she has six months left on her lease. 
let alone <laughs> a bunch of people coming in. Like my daughter will probably it'll probably be a revolving door with her as long mm. as she don't become homophobic and transphobic, which I don't think she will. But um I just don't I just don't deal with family on on holidays. Um okay. I did go home for Labor Day. That was straight, but I you know, I, I made sure um I kind of kept my distance. Um, had you know you just kind of see situations what they're worth yeah Mm -hmm. like the boundaries was there you get in you get you get out like they are still family but there's also um certain things that aren't okay with me that I'm not going to stand for around but I really appreciate it in the beginning when her mother was trying to get her to do all that stuff and she was like no Mm. I'm not doing that I actually highlighted that in the book she was like no I ain't doing that and I was like yes Mm mm-hmm Cause I see I a lot of people's family stress them out. So yes, I was waiting on that because I felt like Toy, who is the main character, she had done like so much for her sister. I think she got her sister and her um, kids from the airport, took them to her mom's house, which was like I think an hour away from her house. So pretty much, she's been running around. She's been baking pies, and you know, her mom at the last minute asked her to bake some more pies, which I just feel like the night before Christmas. That's if you're not already cooking, there is no additional cooking getting right. There, you know, you're mm-hmm. pretty much done. It's not like, you know, even Thanksgiving too. I mean, you pretty much set up what you're going to be doing. You know, the night before, you stop at a certain time, and then the next day is when you continue. You know, to warm things up or finish up on some last minute things. But her mom expects her to go to the grocery store the night before Christmas pick up some stuff and come back home after she had been working all day. That was all day. <laughs> oh, I got so happy when she said no, because I feel like I'm like you too. I think I prefer my friends over family because I feel like your friends, they know the limits. I feel like they understand your boundaries a lot better than your family does. So I appreciate the time that I spend with my family but I know that a lot of time with my family, I feel like anybody, a lot of time with your family be too much for, you know, mental, <laughs> mental health, you know, you be strained. So, and I feel like when my family comes here, but you know, it's a trade-off. I go there, they do a lot, you know, for me coming to get me from the airport, stuff like that, dropping me off. You know, when they come here, do a lot for them, but I do value, I appreciate the time together, but I do appreciate the time apart because they be expecting a lot so i was so happy that miss toy said no and was fine <laughs> right she's like girl no i don't even know if stuff would have been open they didn't say where you know this is located but most stores are like girl mm-hmm. it, right no we going home to our families that's another exactly. thing too i don't like i worked in retail for holidays but mm-hmm. when the whole thing about like walmart shouldn't be open well y'all still show up so i don't like to show up at stores on those mm-hmm. days because I don't feel like those folks should be working unless I am like in dire need of food and like the only thing open is McDonald's like I'm sorry I'm here but I'm hungry and I hope you get in double time because <laughs> mm-hmm. I need something to eat but I try not to bother those folks on those days so at least that they don't have the numbers next year to warrant being open on right, holidays right. I agree with that I'm the same way that's why I don't do Black Friday shopping and all that stuff. you can shop online I'm not mm-hmm. going to anybody's store because I feel the same way and what I noticed this year I think I went to Publix I went somewhere and I noticed they had a sign up 
basically saying, hey, we're closed on these days. We want to allow our employees to spend time with their families. And then on the days that we are open, we have limited hours. So I do appreciate Mm -hmm. that. I feel like it's not fair, even though, unfortunately, that is what the job calls for when you work within retail. I feel like we need to have some type of compassion for those people, especially during holiday time. Because a lot of those people have families, you know, that they already don't get to spend a lot of time with. Or when they do, you know, they're already stressed out. So allowing them that little bit of time, you know, just to be able to be with them without Mm -hmm. worrying about having to cut, you know, holiday dinner short or anything like that to go to work. So, Or find a babysitter on them days. That's another story. Mm. Well, I don't have that, you know. Well, I do have a a pet, which is my baby. Right. Yes, I do. So I have a question. So the middle of the book, we discussed her going over there. So what did it feel like to you when that door got open and it was not Craig? (laughs) I was just like, I hope this isn't like a lifetime story waiting to happen. Like Mm. a bad lifetime story. (laughs) But like once she got into the descriptions and talking about him, I'm like, I don't know why she took so long. Okay, then so again, if you... I was in that situation, nobody's like running to just throw something at somebody. But in my mind, whoo, naked. Uh, was he naked? He no, I'm saying I would have been naked. In my oh, head. you would have been. been. It was naked. cold outside. You was gonna take your coat off. Well, she already opened it, so I guess yes. Right, but like nobody actually acts like that. I feel like the book was realistic in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I would have made it back out to the car. We already ate food. I'm about to be dessert. Um. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Once I made it over that threshold and I was inside and the man right. was fine, I probably would have stayed because she didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, I'd been like, oh, I'm going to wait till tomorrow for AAA. You mind if I sleep here? Exactly. I'm already comfortable. It's already late. Woo, look at the time. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> I've been drinking. You know, I might as well just, you know. You fed me. Yeah, I ain't gonna leave you alone on Christmas. (laughs) And made the special sauce. And there's nobody else here. I don't see any remnants of any children or a wife. So yeah, I probably would have stayed. Just cause I probably would have been stepmama that night. Hey, baby, (laughs) I'm Mrs. Claus. I came early (laughs) to help out. Who your daddy? Mm. So speaking about looks, what do you feel like? He looks like, I believe his name is Lennox, which is a sexy ass name. Mm-hmm. Who do you feel like would be Lennox? Do you watch, um, I guess we call it Shmurda, but how to get away with murder? Yes. So um, the one who is Annalise Keating's stepson, technically. He's like Afro-Cuban too. Yeah, he's like Afro-Cuban. What is his name? I follow him on here. I know he's on um, Michaela's, a.k.a. Asia, Naomi King's profile. Oh, I can't look up nothing when I'm in airplane mode. That's why Mm -hmm. I couldn't find what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know his name. Ryan, I think. His name is Rome Flynn. Oh, gosh. Okay, I was close. 
I was gonna call him Brian yeah. Fleming. He okay. looked like a Ryan, a Lennox. I call out anything at this mm. point. Um, but yeah, he's Afro Cuban and he is fine. Cause she didn't say he was tall, right? Because um, this dude is little. I feel <laughs> he's little. I feel like he might have been fine and tall because I feel like when she was describing him, it was kind of like she was looking up at him. So I'm not really sure because then she was also, but no, she had on stilettos and she was on the doorstep. So I don't know if he was tall, but I was thinking more dark skin. I can't remember what his actual description was. But okay. in, in my mind, I, you know, I'm thinking about like Lance Gross, um, mm. the guy who plays Luke Cage, mm. Shavante Rose. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was somebody else I had on the tip of my tongue, but now I can't remember. Um, mm, and the guy from Yaya, uh, the guy yeah. from Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan, he was in, oh, what else was he in? Um, he was in, what was that? Striking Vipers. Oh, like, yes. Of, um, I was trying to figure out where I knew him from when I was watching the first episode. I'm like, I know this yeah. dude. Yes. <laughs> So him. Yes. He All of them with no shirts on is what I'm <laughs> picturing when I'm thinking about Lennox. I, I love some Trevante Rhodes though. The Ooh, yeah. things I so do fun. to him are not illegal. I'm not legal in the South, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I got time. When he pulls up in moonlight time. with them golds in his mouth. Oh. Girl. <laughs> or that Calvin Klein ad. That's it. Makes me body roll every time I see it. Uh. <laughs> I'm just, if you hear this, Trevante, you know, did he, hold on, he just got engaged, didn't he? Oh, I think, I, think I unfollowed him that day. I was hurt. Mm. Mm. I was hurt. <laughs> I was like, don't nobody care. Like, And I'm usually happy for everybody. I was like, oh, nobody care. I uh, think he did. Maybe. I don't know. I, I follow him, but then. The poetry I could not get with. It was like, mm, mm. Oh, I think I skipped that. You know, Girl. we all can't be perfect. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, you know, I had to give him some type of fault. And that one was it. It was so, like, it was terrible. Oh, I had to unfollow him. But, I mean, he's still fine, you know. And congratulations on that. You know, no, I got to go read yeah. this poetry. I trust your opinion because you actually right. Look, Crystal, because I I never paid attention to it either. And then Crystal pointed it out on one of their episodes. And I'm like, what is she talking about? And so then I just happened to catch it. And it was real, not Rob Hill Sr.-ish, but if Rob Hill (laughs) Sr. I ain't even going to say that. No, never mind. (laughs) Very elementary. Like, okay. okay. Mm -mm. Roses are red. (laughs) Uh, I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> and it don't even rhyme, actually. So that's how bad it was. It was terrible. Um, I could not, I couldn't get with it. But moving on from Lennox, how did you feel like Toy, the main character, how did you think she looked? Or who would she have been? Um, she sounded like she was like thick. Like um, you think so? 
Like she wasn't skinny. Mm. It sounded like she had, like she was stacked. Like um, Megan Thee Stallion? Kind of, but not of that woman. tall. Okay. That is a whole lot of woman. She just sounded like she she was like a a lot of woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She didn't sound like um, small, but like, because I feel like I look like um, a 16 year old, but she, <laughs> she sounded like she, the way she described her is, was like a voluptuous, not voluptuous, but just like, it was, she looked like a woman. Okay. So like stacked. Um, mm. See, now that you say that, I'm thinking about Melissa Ford. Oh, that's a lot of women. Jesus, yeah. I've seen what you have done for <laughs> others. <laughs> um, woo, ah. Let me. I'm trying to think of who, because be like Beyonce, like after she had the twins. Okay. That, that that's a. His mama is holding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. I can't think of a celebrity. I'm thinking of people I know. Like, I got a friend that has made me think of this girl because she stacked. <laughs> Shout out to Jamila. Hey, girl. Um, but she stacked like that. I'd be like, this ain't fair. You know, most people got one or the other. But, yeah, that's what that's what it made me think of. Who'd you think it sounded before, like? <laughs> before we mentioned the body, I was originally thinking of, like, a young Vanessa Williams. Um, the okay. original Vanessa Williams, <laughs> right? People like to call her, or like a Shante Moore. Like I'm thinking of like a cinnamon woman with like very soft features, um, flowy hair. Well, I think she put on a wig to go <laughs> to Craig's house, but it yeah, was that's what hair, I was though. thinking of. You <laughs> <He> bought it. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. But now that you mentioned body wise, I'd probably say. Melissa Ford is the last person I can think of. Okay. She's the last person on my mind. Or even Carrie Hilson, maybe, is a thought. Okay. That girl is absolutely stunning. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think Craig might have looked like? I just pictured somebody dusty. Uh-uh. Because, see, he's broke. And he got some good dicks. So he's probably fine, and he's probably like light skin dude, fine, because you know they be trifling. So they do. Uh huh. I'm done. The the dark ones have. Well, I only dated one light skin person, so all my experience is dark skin, basically. Maybe all men be trifling <laughs> at some point, but mm, if I had to think about, you know what. I feel like Craig might look like what's the guy from Jason's lyric? Which one? Um, the, main the main character. character. Mm-hmm. G Money. Uh, yeah. What is G Money's real name? I don't know his real name. <laughs> I'm making him light skin. I don't know why, but I would think that he would be light skin, and that is the first person I can think of. Or Laz Alonzo is that his name? Yeah, he from DC. Yep, saw him last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, that's I show up at their house. Yeah, if you they look like them too. I don't care who he live with. He could be at the homeless shelter. I'm showing up. His mama know he ain't a virgin. So hello, hey, how you doing, ma'am? I'm sorry. I've had sex at folks' parents' house, and who it is like. Well, I guess I have a lot of quiet sex. I have children or a child. (laughs) 
And it's like, I can't wait till she turn 18. I'm tired of quiet sex. But I guess it's the same. But if you mm-hmm. used to have sex at your house and you don't have to whisper, it's, it's basically the same thing. But it just feels so disrespectful. Like, I don't care how old you are. It feels so disrespectful. <laughs> mm, what would you think that Craig would look like? I don't know. I pictured him dusty. Like, I know dudes who are ugly. And I've been there that was like slanging and you didn't care that they was ugly no more. Um, so I just, I don't know why I thought that like Bum lived with his mom and he like had to be ugly and dusty. Not the case. But I don't know. I just pictured him with like a torn military jacket on. Wait. Look at homeless wait. outside about to walk in. Homeless? I don't know. <laughs> Is this a homeless person or... <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know why I had such negative thoughts about um, mm. Craig. He could very well be fine, could smell good. He just Ooh. is a homosexual. Maybe the weekend. Who? Hey, um, the weekend. He a homosexual. See, the weekend is not attractive to me, so I would not have been driving nowhere for that. <laughs> <laughs> But it made me think of him because there was an interview that he did where he said he was he was basically a homosexual. I don't think he used that those words, but before mm-hmm. he became famous, he was basically a homosexual. Okay, but I don't I don't like... think the weekend's gonna be at my house either. Mm-mm-mm. No, <laughs> <laughs> for people like me that don't know what that is, what is a homosexual? Oh, that's when you sleep with girls, or you like. I guess sleep with girls or get into relationships quickly because you need somewhere to stay. Do you ever have one of your friends move in somebody too quick? Um, or somebody wants to be in a relationship too quick? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, girl, what is you doing? I've been there before. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we call hobo, hobosexuals. Okay. I haven't really been there before because um, I have a daughter. Yeah. But, um, I and. So I had to be more cautious. Some of y'all don't. And y'all deserve to be put under the jail if y'all put y'all kids, expose y'all kids to that type of stuff. But that's another conversation. But I I don't think I would have been, I think I would have experienced this had I not had a child. So we'll see what happens when I'm an empty nester and lonely at night. Don't do it, girl. You're too old now. I feel like it happens to the best of us when we don't know. When we don't realize, damn, this nigga ain't never leaving. <laughs> like <laughs> now, the right. stuff here. When he gonna leave? When he gonna move out? Like I literally. So I did this in college. So I was young, and I had somebody um, staying with me. I was just helping, you know, out. You know, cause financial aid ain't kicking. Stuff wasn't right. You know, whatever. And I did have my place, but I literally had to get like a new boyfriend for him to move out in order for him to move out. Like eventually he was on the couch and I had my man in my room. <laughs> like, whew, Yeah. Never again. I would never do that. Ever. Again. Yeah. That's a, that's a time where you don't have quiet sex. You have loud, raunchy, so you can hear all the details. So he moved his ass out. <laughs> oh, he didn't stay long after that. Thank God. <laughs> Because I was so tired of looking at him on my couch. Ooh. Right. Mm-mm. Let that be a lesson to all of y'all. Yeah, don't make the same mistakes. Don't make <laughs> any of our mistakes. 
we went through that so you didn't have to go through that. Exactly. <laughs> Preach. So, now that we know what they look like, and I'm going to stick with Chavante Rose, okay? Because I, if I'm coming to the door and I'm opening up for Chavante Rose, I'm not leaving. I'm moving in. <laughs> you know, I'm moving in. You know, ain't no Uber. There's no Lyft. There's nothing else. I'm staying the night. So, do you think that our girl Toy was being a little ho, being a little fast by giving it up so easy, not knowing this man? No, but I don't necessarily consider one night stands like mm-hmm. whole moves. So, like okay. I'm really, I'm I might be a Jezebel, but I think <laughs> that when she like she was legit shocked when she mm-hmm. showed up, she was embarrassed, right? And right. she was like kind of shy in the house, but she kind of opened up a little bit. And I feel like he then he like kissed her, or like they might have noticed the moment, but he went in for the kill. I think. Literally, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah, hey, I mean, she wanted to have a good time. Well, to me, mm, the sex scene was so short. That's where I was a little upset with the author because I'm like, we waited oh. all of this time, all of this build up, all of this anticipation, and we didn't get no description. I wanted to see like how he felt what was going on, and we didn't get none of that. We didn't get none of that. So I was a little um, disappointed with that part of the book. But you mentioned One Night Stands. So is that something that if you were not Tamika and you were Miss Samuels, is that something that uh-huh. you would be, or Simmons, was it Simmons or Samuels? It's Samuels. Okay, Mrs. Samuels. Is that something that you would be doing? Oh, I was Tamika in doing that. I didn't have to be on okay. <laughs> See, I tried to give you a little, you know, a little bit of uh, I didn't practice it, but I have had it. And I've had a one-night stand turn into, like, a, a year-long relationship. Relationship, okay. Because um, I'm sitting on some fire. But, um, no. But it was... I think there's levels to one night stands and mm-hmm. how things pop off and what type of connections you have with people mm. um, and what expectations you have going into it. Um, Cause basically the one that I had, I pray my daughter don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> we were basically, he was like, cause it was like our first date, I guess mm-hmm. it's not technically, I guess it's not technically a one night stand. It's fucking on the first night. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like they're, kind of the same somewhat Mm. um because i've never i guess people i guess let me backtrack a little bit some people consider one night stands i met you hi are hi how are you and then i went and had sex with you right that's my have i have i done that oh i've done that okay and i think he started to like me and i was like dude no it was small that's the worst thing to get to know people Grind on them on the club in the club, so you know what the girth is for you get to their house and then you won't go home. Um, but yeah, let me stop telling all my business. Okay, <laughs> but I, I mean, I've done it, I've done it. Um, I didn't necessarily have some bad experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think long as you're safe, everybody is adults and consenting, I don't feel like there's an issue with it. 
Okay, and safety is my thing. So I have not done a, hey, hi, how are you? Um, let's have sex. Not that I can think of. Because safety, people just be out here doing stuff. And I'm in Metro Atlanta, and we are really high up on the list for HIV. So, um, so are we I'm in not, D.C.? <laughs> you know, I'm not out here... Um, you know, with the CC's pizza hot and ready for nobody. Um, I think I like to get to know people a little bit more before mm-hmm. I be like, okay, um, you know, I'm down. But that makes me think like, so they have this short dinner, short conversation, and then bam. Do you feel like Lennox was who he said he was? Um, I think we all show up with representatives, but I do have a question to ask. We had these this debate amongst my friends. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I mentioned it before on this show, um, but one of them like hadn't had sex in like months, and I'm like, "Girl, why haven't you got some?" Oh, I don't have a boyfriend, and we all most of us are looking like, "What that mean?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh, well, I have to like somebody in order to do it." So uh-huh. I think. That could be the difference because um, me and like my other whole friend, we the whole friends in the group. We don't necessarily have to like somebody. <laughs> that don't make you a hoe, you know, you know like Andre 3000 says, she just know what she want out of life. Exactly. <laughs> we, we're that girl. We're that girl. Um, but like the the other one is like, no, I have to like him. And I'm like, girl, OK. Mm. So I feel like that. That is like the difference. Like, I think if somebody did it and they need that connection, they would not enjoy the the one night stand. But when you do have sex with someone that quickly, you don't necessarily know who they really are. Right. Like we all show up with the representatives. Um, we are all a different version of ourselves until that comes down. So I feel like some of that may have been fabricated or okay. maybe not fabricated but exaggerated mm. um like she probably is going to find out the truth why he was alone on like christmas eve yes i feel like this man got a family but you know we don't know him you know i want to give him the benefit of the doubt so maybe i don't i don't think he has a family no? i just thought that he was probably an asshole and that's why he was single on that night or what? by himself a little bit of meanness, you know, type of woman that I am, you know, get me together. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. As long as you ain't trying to get me like Ike, then I'm good. <laughs> right. But yeah, a little bit of firmness, a little bit of assertiveness is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, being an asshole can be attractive in some cases. So mm, I don't know. I don't know. I just immediately was like, mm. Don't trust him, girl. But I mean, it wasn't gonna matter. It wasn't like she was trying to keep him or nothing like that. But I right. mean, I feel your friend. I don't think I need to be in a relationship, but I definitely need to feel comfortable on some level in order to do it. Okay. Do you think that Toy should pursue something with Linux or let just let it be what it is? So I am a hopeless romantic. So, mm-hmm. even if that is hard to believe. So, I am all for the possibility of love. 
So she's, first of all, she's very, very single. She ended something with this other guy a long time ago. There's no hopes of them getting back together. He's not really a great um, perspective or person for her. No potential, nothing. I feel like she should. It's not like he kicked her out, you know, whatever, or anything like that. He made sure to set it up to where they were going to be reconnected in the future so that he can um, break off with that, you know, little thing Mm -hmm. that she asked for on her Christmas list. So I do feel like I would want to see them together like this is a show or something (laughs) and we'll get a part two but um i don't see nothing wrong i mean because if it ends up being something good great and if it ends up being something bad i mean you originally went over there for some dick so hey you know right i agree i think it's worth pursuing because i felt like didn't he schedule like a a date like later yes the next day like, so I appreciate did. dudes that know, like, hey, this is not ideal. I know you're not feeling it. I actually had that happen to me. But this is what we had. But I'm letting you know that in the future, because I now have time for that, you know, I have time to plan. I am going to go above and beyond. I am going to plan something for you. I do want you to know that I am pursuing you. And I think that you you can't let that go. Mm. Agreed. I like that. I like a guy that's, you know, along the lines of this is what you thought you wanted, but this is what I want. <laughs> and it's a lot better. So this is what you about mm-hmm. to get. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> slide them panties down. You're right. Right. So I definitely, I like that he was assertive, like how she tried to be like, oh, no, this is just going to be a one night thing. And he was like, nope. And he was like, because I ain't gave you what you really wanted. So I'm going to be back for round two. Right, I thought he was sweet. I probably wouldn't have left. I'd just stay. Like, let's cuddle at this point. I do one thing. I don't do. Mm-hmm. I don't leave after sex. I might put a nigga out. Oh, I'll threaten to put a nigga out. I ain't gonna really make him leave. But <laughs> we cuddling. You are not going anywhere. Or I'm not even. You not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Like you might as well pull up them covers. I mean, I know some women do get put out, mm-hmm. but that's that's never happened to me. I can't relate. Stay, even if I don't like you. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere that I can't stay. So that's the number one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about driving. So nine times out of 10, if I'm going and I'm going on a mission, I'm staying probably till the next day. I don't know about cuddling. Cuddling is for, you know, the romantic side of things. Depending on what the situation is, I'm probably not going to cuddle because I don't need to like you any more than what I do. You know, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm I'm saying, girl, I'm heartless. I cuddle and never call him again. I have no problem. Oh, see, I'm a touch. You know, physical touch is my my love language. When you start touching me and I start touching you, then that's it. Like, right? Tell me we not we didn't touch all night. We can keep this going. I know. In, Thirty minutes into sleep, I'm a turnover anyways because I'm gonna be yeah. trying to get comfortable. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna pretend. Yeah. I'm going home. I might though. cuddle for maybe like five, <laughs> five to ten seconds, maybe thirty. But once I'm ready to go to sleepy, I need to separate too. <laughs> right, it's hot. Yeah, mm. I need to get comfortable. So, mm. Mm. so do you feel like Lennox is going to make good on his wish and present her with her gift that she wanted? 
Yeah, I think he is. Do you I believe him? people until they show me the opposite. Okay. Like if, you t- if you tell me you, you're about something, I take you for your word. And I I leave it at that um, until I have reason to believe otherwise. And I feel like he gave up all the information, but I have seen dudes before, not particularly with me, but with other friends of mine where they created um, or spoke up all these goals and things that they wanted to do for the woman mm-hmm. and didn't follow through. But I haven't seen it often. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think if he... If he said he was going to do it, he was going to do it. Mm, okay. Speaking of what his you character. <laughs> do, what do I think? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what she originally asked for was basically for the sex to be so good that she wasn't going to be able to walk. I think he can deliver. <laughs> I think he's going to give her exactly what she asked for. The first time, like first time sex is always awkward. So it probably wasn't gonna happen then, but I feel like once it they get to know each other, awkward. yes, it is. I hate it. <laughs> Woo, uh, yeah. But the second time be on point. Maybe, maybe the third time, maybe the fourth time. You know, once you guys get a little bit more comfortable, start to learn each other's bodies and stuff like that. So I definitely think eventually he's gonna knock her, knock her all the way down. She's probably gonna fall in love. Girl, she was in love when she pulled off. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. She was in Speaking love from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gifts, is there anything in this book that you feel would end up on your Christmas list? besides the obvious I mean because that's what I'm that's my answer would be <laughs> I'm not really looking for that mm-hmm. per se but I am looking for a man who will take the lead and knows what he wants oh okay I'll that take can that come too, yeah people think oh like that's all men no it's a small percentage of men at least yeah. the ones that come around my damn though <laughs> um I'll take that too then one for me Please <laughs> buy one, get one. <laughs> I'll take one of those. Yeah. I mean, good sex, you know, too. That could be on the list. But yeah, I definitely like somebody knowing what they want. And without worry, like, I feel like people are be too, like, they're too concerned about how you're going to respond, how you're going to react. So they feel like, mm, I don't want to say what I want. And this is not what they want, but. That shouldn't matter. I feel like Lennox is very firm. He didn't care what her response is going to be. He was like, this is, this is it. This is what you're going to get. So, yeah. Right, because it either works or it doesn't. Why waste time trying to pretend like it's working? Mm, that's the true. Speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cannot argue with that at all. So... Speaking of Toy and Lennox and their actions all throughout this book, if Santa was to come across their names on his naughty or nice list, where do you think they're going to go? Are they getting something for Christmas or are they getting cold? Um, Toy's on the nice list. Okay. Because she, she stood up for herself. 
And then she went for what she wanted. And when I feel like the universe gave her something different than what she was expecting, she stuck in there because she literally could have wrapped up her coat. And well, she couldn't have drove off because the car didn't work. (laughs) But I feel like she 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 hung in there. So I'd say she was an acquitted. Yeah, I would say she's on the nice list. Okay, I, I agree. I like that description. Linux. That was good. Okay. How you feel about Linux? I'm going to put him on the nice list. Because he broke Why? our girl off with something real proper. Oh. <laughs> He's giving. He's a giving man. Yes, he was giving. He was selfless. <laughs> he opened up his home. First of all, before we even forget, okay, this man had dinner going. If anything else, if you feed me, you got me for at least the time that I got the itis, okay? <laughs> like that, that right there. Like, I love food. If you feed me and he fed our girl special sauce, even though it was spaghetti. I think it was spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti sauce, you know, regular old meal. But still, our girl was fed. He gave up a sweatshirt. And you know, those are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll say he was nice. And he gave her, you know, a little something to think about during the Christmas day. So, yeah, he's on a nice list, too. Hmm. I have a random question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a man cook for you? I don't think I've ever had a man cook for me. Besides mm-hmm. my daddy. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, okay. Have I ever had someone cook for me? Oh, maybe my ex when we live together, but that don't count. Why? We're living together. <laughs> that counts. I'm going to cook all these meals. Mm, I'm trying to think. I have cooked with someone, but them actually cooking for me, I don't know. Like, I have learned recipes with someone. So, my ex made me tea. <laughs> so, not just regular tea, but he made um, hibiscus tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to introduce me to some new things of the culture, even though we use it for sorrel too or whatever in the Jamaican mm-hmm. culture. Um, okay. But like a meal, like a full course meal or a meal period, something to eat that's edible. Um, no, not, not that I could think of. And yeah. Like, I've cooked with people, but never, like, somebody just cooking for me. But you know what? Go ahead. (laughs) I don't know if men are listening to this, but if you are raising a son, teach that man how to cook. At least three meals. At least three staple things. That's it. At least meat. (laughs) We can do the size. Whatever you teach your daughter, teach that man. (laughs) Teach the son. Please. Cause they, it's it's so many out there. Like, just imagine if a man cooks for you, like we we're describing in the book. Like, you are like good to go. Like, you want me to get into bed now, or you want to wait an hour? Like, or do you need? It's, it's an easy way to get somebody to fall in love with you, right? I think mm-hmm. women would fall in love quicker with men through food than men would fall in love with us because they're used to women doing it. That's true. That's true. I, but, you know, I was thinking, and I did have somebody, somebody probably has cooked for me, honestly. But I, after I move on from people, I tend to kind of 
drop those things out of memory. But now mm-hmm. that we're talking about it, I do remember I had an ex that wanted to cook for me or whatever. Um, and he lived relatively close to me. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll stop by, you know, after work or whatever. And I remember hitting him up because I was close to home. And I was like, hey, you know, I really didn't want to go. But I was like, hey, you know, whatever. Um, you know, what's on the menu? You're just making conversation. You know, I'm close, you know. Come to find out he had moved like 20 minutes away. And then the food wanted to cook me beef stroganoff. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like a hamburger helper. And I'm not about to drive. After that, I sat in traffic for an hour and a half. 20 additional more minutes, like, to go get some beef stroganoff out, out the box. I didn't go. You know it was hamburger helper. <laughs> and oh the hamburger helper is good. Do not get me wrong. But I just feel like if you're trying to win. You're worth more than that. Yes. Yeah. If you're trying to win somebody over. And I am worth more than that. But I also am, like, very cool. I'm very laid back. I do not mm-hmm. expect somebody to spend a whole lot of money on me you don't have to not all the time so yes we probably could eat some hamburger helper or some ramen noodles at home but the first time you cook it for me it do not need to be out the box it right. does not need to be out the box oh yeah so i could have had somebody cook it for me girl but <laughs> Ooh, i messed that up and he didn't talk to me after that he wasn't my friend anymore his loss well yeah, yeah exactly Mm. That's terrible. Anything else that you can think about about the book that we did not touch on? Um, I do have one question. Okay. Because I feel like this was a decision driven by sex. Mm hmm. And what's the dumbest sex-driven decision you've ever made? I remember seeing, I think I saw a tweet like this before, but it was more so, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love? Mm. But I feel like most of the time when people do dumb stuff for love, it's because the sex is good. Mm. The dumbest thing I have ever done for sex. I have to think about that. <laughs> right. I was about to have a baby. Um, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> but I wasn't even thinking of that. Mm. I was just being careless. So you um, go, and then I'll see if it, it gets something going for me that I can think about. Okay, I'm going to think of other people's mistakes and see if it dredges up mine. I've seen people co-sign cars. Oh. Move move people in. Um mm pay for stuff let me see what is the dumbest oh i have this was saint patrick's day in 2009 i think Mm. no 2010 possibly i graduated in may 2010 so shortly before i graduated and um saint patrick's day at michigan state university is a holiday everybody swear they irish (laughs) And you have like a day of drinking. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point I had stopped drinking because I ended up hitting up my ex who had graduated and moved back to Detroit. It's like, oh, I want to see you tonight. And that drive is a smooth hour and 15 minutes. Because I was thinking about it. I'm like, 
that I was like, there's no way I drove drunk because there was no way I would have made it. Um, so I think at one point, or I probably wasn't drinking heavily that night. I had enough St. Patrick's days where I had known, um, found a babysitter for my daughter. Well, I found a babysitter for my daughter before I went out. And then like sitting at the bar, I'm just like, I'm out to texting him, like, let's meet up. We got a random shabby hotel, which I saw on the news not too long ago. It was like a sex trafficking spot. (laughs) It was probably the worst hotel to this day that we both have stayed in. But we got that for the night, Mm -hmm. had sex, dropped them off in the morning. And then I drove back to school. That's Mm. that's one of the dumbest. I don't know if it is the dumbest, but it makes top five. Okay, so... And we are thinking about the dumbest things that we have done. I bailed somebody out of jail and I put something up for that that was not mine. Let's <gasps> say that. And this nigga did not go to court. So, of course, the bonds people are calling me like, um, ma'am, <laughs> we coming to collect. We looking for our things. Give us our things. And I was like, first of all, I'm young. So I was like, what the hell am I going to do? You know, whatever. You know, people calling me like, hey, you know, these people call me. They looking for this person, you know, whatever. What's going on with the situation? And I was like, how the fuck did I get into this mess? Like, or whatever. And the way it happens, his homeboy, I left work. I left money to do all of this stuff. His homeboy was like, well, we got, you know, a few dollars or whatever, but we ain't got enough. Mm -hmm. So got him out. All of this stuff, like maybe a month or so or sometime had passed by or whatever. Could not get in contact with him. You know, people are looking for their money to bail, you know, the bail bonds, people and stuff looking for the money. Or whatever. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. End up going out to the club, seeing him at the club. And I want you to know, I got my Takashi 69 on so quick. (laughs) I called the cops. (laughs) I called everybody. (laughs) And I said, this nigga is in here. Y'all need to come get him because guess what? I ain't got it. And they came and got him. And he was having a good ass time too. And I was like, I told my homegirl, I was like, hide me. Like, <laughs> it was so crazy. I'm like, you need oh. to hide me. I was like, hopefully he didn't see me or whatever. And he was in there drinking, living it up, talking to girls, having a good ass time. All I know is when I came out at the end of the night from the club, People was like, oh, you know, he was running. The cops had pulled up. Like, they had this whole crazy story. And I was like, damn. That's crazy. <laughs> I ain't tell nobody. I think my home, my homegirl knew or whatever because she helped me set it up. But yeah, like I was not about to play them games. And thank God he was dumb enough to show up in club in town where he was wanted. Like I don't understand what he was thinking about, you know, whatever. But he was a dumbass or whatever. But he had oh some my good God. Sex, so I would never do that again. Lesson is learned. But if that is one of the, that's probably top five. I, yeah, top five. Oh my God. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know. Hey, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I have lived many lives. 
<laughs> in a short right. time. And that was right. one of them when I was trying to be somebody queen to they slim and it just ain't work out. You know, luckily it didn't happen like the movie, but yeah, it didn't work. You know, the ride or die lifestyle, I think that was like one of the last times that I decided that I was going to ride for somebody because it did not work in my favor. And then he didn't have any excuse to why he did not go to court. He was just, you know, just said, fuck me and said he was going to do what right. he to do. So, you know, I believe in equal, you know, equality. So, you know, I wanted to, you know, give him something back. <laughs> he was in the club oh my god good at having a good ass time in the club laughing it up bitches everywhere you know all kind of stuff I yeah I never made a call so quick (laughs) never never been able to you know usually when you out in busy places you can't hear nobody you know you be like I can't hear you I gotta call you back when I tell you clearest conversation I've ever had (laughs) I was like y'all need to come get him now Cause I was not about to pay. I can't believe I did that. Won't ever do it again. So, ladies, be careful. You've been warned. Yes, yes. Be careful. <laughs> Never again. How do you feel before we stop this? How do you feel that conversation the next day went with her family after she told her mom no? Cause you know she got to go to her mom's house the next day. Um, I hope nobody like brought it up. Like I told you, no, I wasn't doing it. You know, either we gonna have a good time or I'm gonna go back home. It was like I could call that man again. <laughs> That's so how either I feel. we gonna celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. or I'm gonna go home. So I hope it went like that. I'm sure it went like that because I feel like she was in a good mood. She done got some good sex. You know, she done had a good night, good morning. So she's probably like, I ain't worried about nothing that they're talking about or whatever. I'm going to sit here for a few hours, probably sext Linux, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. go about my business. So I definitely feel like Christmas ended up being a lot better than what she anticipated because of that gift that she got. Right. And that is the end of our discussion for The Hookup Before Christmas by Phyllis Bourne. If you did not have an opportunity to get this book, please make sure you get it. It was really, really good. It was really short, very quick and fun read. And it was not expensive. So it is available on Amazon Kindle. The link is on our website. And before we get out of here, I wanted to discuss... Tamika was doing a giveaway on Instagram, which gave me the idea for just thinking about stocking stuffers for readers. And what are some items that you feel like readers always need that would be very cool ideas for people to possibly think of for future holidays, birthdays, whatever to give? For readers? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. But I think one that sticks out is um, book festivals, the tickets to those where they can go and find their tribe. So I went to a well-read Black Girl Festival. That Mm -hmm. one was really cool. But I've been finding more and more. um, And some of them can get pretty expensive um, or if you have to travel to them. So I think if you have a book lover in your life and you really want to make their day or their year, get them to a festival. 
Or if mm. you if you can't do all that, just get them a book card. I mean, a, not a book card, a gift card, gift card. or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a festival. I think I'm going to put that on my 2020 list of things to do. So, yeah, if somebody wants to treat me to one, that would be awesome. Um, if you're going old school, I immediately thought of bookmarks. I never have a bookmark when I need it. <laughs> I'm usually using like mail or something like that. So a bookmark is a cute little gift. Um, definitely a gift card, especially when new books are coming out. Gift cards are appreciated. Um, even like small like lights, like to help you read at night if you're using a book or something like that. Or credits, mm-hmm. like buy me what can you use Amazon credits, Kindle? I think they use credits maybe or something like that, maybe. Yeah, but you can use a gift card. The credits okay. usually come when like you have something like the when you do the no rush, you get mm-hmm. the credits that yes. way. But the outside of that <laughs> Yep. Outside of that, it's the um the gift card and you can just apply it. It'll take the credits off first and then it'll apply the gift card. Okay, so but gift yeah. card is the winner. Mm-hmm. Of that stocking stuffers for or gifts for what Valentine's Day is coming up, New Year's is coming up. If you do gifts, then that's perfect for avid readers. Definitely a gift card. Right, Martin Luther King Day is coming up. Buy somebody a gift for Martin Luther King Day. They don't give gifts for Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> My love language is gifts. I'm always, every, okay. Every day is a holiday. <laughs> okay, well that's different. Buy me a gift card because I don't like gifts. But if you give me some money. Hey, I could use that for whatever I need it for. I I will appreciate that. Yes. All right. Card. All right. And now we're going to move on to the music segment. And here is where we discuss the one song from our playlist for the book that we read for the month. And the hookup before Christmas was based on the holidays, but it's also very sexy and sultry. So, Tamika, what was your top song that you picked from your playlist? All right, I'm going to go with the first one I put on the list, and mm-hmm. that is I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. The video, I don't know why the, it gives me Christmas vibes. I don't know Where, why. Were they in white? Uh, they might have been, but I don't know. But it just, it just, it's like holidays in the house or it's cold outside. Um, it's all about like cuddling, not having to go to work the next day. <laughs> That's what it reminds That's important. me. Of. But yeah, all my playlist, if you listen to it, I have the Spotify one. It's all like you can play this if you're gonna show up at somebody's house like toy. Then that was mm. on mine. Okay. So I'm interested to hear that one because I might just show up at somebody's son's house. <laughs> Hopefully he there and it's nobody right. else. But <laughs> we gonna see Mm. so for mine I picked Santa Baby by Tamar the Tamar Braxton version Um, I feel like this is a song that has been remade by everybody but because this read was so sexy and so sultry and full of surprises I feel like who better to deliver than Miss Tamar because she got a move for everything <laughs> so i feel like her voice is definitely one that will make you feel like you got your christmas socks knocked off so mm-hmm. i picked that particular song can't that wait for you guys singing um girl mm-hmm. 
She sings. Yeah, she can. I wish she wasn't so dramatic, though. And then I could really enjoy the music. But, you know, I guess it is what it is. Right. Yes. So hopefully you guys enjoy our playlist. They will be available on the website. I handle the Apple and Tamika handles the Spotify. And now we're going to move over to our bulletin board. Do you have any news for us coming up, Tamika? Um, I do have a traveling, um, why is my mind going blank? (laughs) I do have a traveling segment that's going to start on my Instagram pretty soon. I'll probably put it on my Twitter too, but, um, I do travel a lot Mm -hmm. and I wanted to bridge that with my reading. So I've actually chosen books where, um, that are about the destination that I'm going to. So okay. I read read a book for um, Puerto Rico and actually the the segment will come out tomorrow. It's called Jet Setting with Tamika. So by the time this episode airs, you'll actually go, you'll be able to see it. But every month, at least through February, I have a video planned of a place that I'm going and a book um, that the setting of the book is in that place. And I'll be doing a review of it in a short, like a minute to two minute video. So I'm excited for that. And then as always, I'd have the monthly giveaways um, of books. So if I read it and I bought a hard copy or a paperback copy, I'm giving it away because I ain't got no room to store all of them. So always check me out for that as well. Mm, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it because I think you did... Um, you made a post about a book not too long ago uh, while you were traveling that you were reading, I guess, that was set in the same location. Okay. Right. That was, um, Columbia. So one of the tours that I was going to get all the material to do the video and got canceled because of a protest. So Mm. I didn't have enough to to do it. I wanted it to be authentic to the book and it didn't happen. So I just had to do a post about that one. But Puerto Rico, um... I have coming up. Can't mention my next destination because it's a surprise. But in January, I will have New Orleans. So I will be reviewing, was it The Yellow House by um, Sarah Broom? Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. So that one was a book award winner. So excited to dive into that. Mm. And that's one of my favorite places. New Orleans. Food is good. Drinks good. Good music. People are oh, fun. You have, have to come on down. And friendly. It's only you know it's only six hours, so we definitely we can probably make that happen. All right, we'll I'm gonna send you my itinerary. Okay, sounds good to me. So we're gonna make that happen. And as for me, um, upcoming, uh, not too much going on. I do want to say thank you so much to Tamika because she has been carrying the social media. I want y'all to know. That I have made it to the end of the semester and Tamika has been coming through because <laughs> I have been extremely busy, but she has definitely made sure to keep engagement flowing on social media, which I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate because, yeah, I feel like I didn't know which way I was going during this last uh, few weeks or whatever. So I definitely appreciate that as far as for 2020 coming up. GoDaddy keeps letting me know that my um, address is about to expire. So I think I'm going to renew it for the new year and go ahead and get my website back up and running and start sharing some writing with you guys. 
So look out for that. I'll probably make an announcement on my Instagram shortly. All right. Well, we are definitely looking forward to you completing your degree and all that. So don't worry about the social media. <laughs> We're trying to get you to put that. You're going for your RN, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, put my that RN behind your name. Yeah, RN, BSN. Yeah. yeah, come on with it. Come on with it. Paying enough money. Yes. Giving up enough of my social life. So, yes, I need it. <laughs> right. It'll all pay off soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I know. And speaking of 2020, so this is the end of the decade. For the next decade, we're starting off in January with the next book, which is the 21-Day Financial Fast. Um, the full title is your The 21-Day Financial Fast, Your Path to Financial Peace and Freedom. It is by Michelle Singletary. I believe she is a journalist, but she wrote this book that is supposed to kind of help put you on the right track for your finances. A lot of people in January like to have those goals where, you know, this is my year. I'm about to do all this. Um, I did start reading the beginning of it, and she basically is trying to change your mindset, which I can attest to changing your mindset when it comes mm. to money helps a whole lot. So I'll have some personal testimony. But the way the book reads is she has a little blurb that'll probably take you five minutes, but then there's something you read every day. Um, and so it's not something that you have to sit down and read quickly every day. You know, it'll be day one, day two. So she has it all written out in days. It's currently the Kindle version is four dollars. I think the paper bag may be like ten dollars. Um, so it's not it's not expensive, but if you're trying to get your money together for 2020, which we usually all are, um, definitely read with us in January. Mm -mm. So it sounds interesting. You had me at the 21 day financial and then you got to fast, which <laughs> means <laughs> I'm probably not going to be able to shop guilt free. So that kind of lost me, but I'm definitely looking forward to getting into this because Definitely um, would be helpful, you know, adding on these student loans, trying to be debt free, all those good things and just be um, more, you know, financial, like responsible with my finances. So I'm excited to dive into that for January for the start of the new year. Yes, I can't. I can't wait either. Mm hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't know how I feel. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be mad through some of this because me and shopping, you know, we talked about this earlier. I've been on, you know, Savage Fenty, you know. <laughs> well, it's only three weeks. So that's why I was like, okay, if it's only three weeks, I can just bite through it. But I am spending all that I need mm -hmm. to spend for January <laughs> now. So I'll be like, oh, I already spent that. I ain't going to go get it. <laughs> so I'm cheating the system a little bit. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it should be fun. So okay. join us. Yes, please do. And as always, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys have a great Christmas. Hopefully you guys get to spend some time doing some things that you enjoy, whether that is spending it with family, with friends, or any loved ones. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, see you next time. Bye. Bye.